All right, I think it's recording. Uh, yes, yes, it is. All righty. Oh, well, hello there, whoever is listening to this podcast. This is a Pop Culture Through Time pilot episode. I'm joined here with my co-host, Delta, a.k.a. Caleb Steves. Welcome. Hello. Today we're talking to, to we hey, uh, can't speak. Um, I fi- well, Caleb figured we'd talk about in the pilot episode, social media. Yeah, figured what the hell, why not? With all the stuff going on, it's getting used a lot more than it was already, so. Yeah, I noticed that. Um, I mean, social media is, it's come very far since what it used to be, because, um, Facebook, for example, used to be, you know, oh, it was just a way to connect with people rather than, you know, half, I'd say, emails and all that. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. it grew to, I'd say that grew to, you know, say, you know, someone has a baby. Oh, no, you, you see there are so many posts, you know, it's all about, like, I don't mind seeing it, but like, dude, you go, you got to wonder, it's like, why are they doing this? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it definitely does seem interesting because, like, it gets to a point where it's like, are you using it more just for like internet good boy points, or are you using it to like connect with people? Exactly. Yeah, Yeah. but um, like, also seeing like when you're on Facebook, if you if you use the Facebook app like um I do, you know, you see all those links too to like websites and stuff, and half of them are like. Mile like mal spam malware spam, but then like the other half is just like, why do I? Why am I seeing this news? Like you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's news about like, especially with the whole like with our whole pandemic going on now. Um, like you know, it's like, oh, look at that, another new case, and it's like, ah, uh... yeah. It de- it definitely seems like it just doesn't even help half the time because mm. like most of the time it just blows things up and makes people worried but i mean there is definitely the side where like when they had the shooting down in nova scotia they were using twitter to help put the message out but you know mm. we all know how that went down so by the way for our listeners for anyone that's listening when this uh podcast when this you know podcast this pilot episode comes out um this is not for young children, I'd say. This podcast, you know, it's going to talk about some explicit uh, things. So just like a aware for wary for anyone that listens to it and, you know, thinks, you know, this podcast can be a, a quite explicit. I mean, yeah, it, it, it can be and it probably will. You know, it's pop culture. It's, you know all that. Like I, at some point I do talk, I will probably end up talking about horror movies and all that. You know, and yeah. all the gory parts. But back to the topic, um, Instagram. That's that's some that's another social media that um, kind of took off. You know, once it got so popular, seeing yeah, because but then you think about like you think about the algorithm, and not just the algorithm. You think about like the policy guidelines that they set. It's like oh no nudity, but like, um, for example, the um actor josh bell ended up a while ago he posted a picture of him completely naked but his hands were covering like his dick and essentially they're like okay um that's fine but then they they're like then the new algorithm came out and it's like okay we can't have that yeah i think honestly if they're gonna make like all these new updates and stuff they should just pretty much grandfather in everything that came before that or that update and it's like if not, then you're just kind of causing a bunch of extra hassle. It's like, this was fine back when it was released. Why mm. is it screwing me over now kind of deal? Yeah, yeah. Especially with, like, Facebook, too. Because, you, you know, it's like, oh... Because now, now people can report your post if they find it offensive. So if you you got to be careful because you could post, like, a... You could post, like, a meme or a joke out there and someone's instantly reporting you. And it's like... Like I remember, I came back on. I came back on Facebook one day, and I was like, "It says I'm, you know, I have to stay off Facebook for at least a day." And I was like, "Why is this happening?" And they showed um, this because I someone had posted this. 
uh, show me your meme meme, you know? It was like a halt, uh, you know, show show me your memes. And I showed one meme, and I didn't realize that I had put out uh, something, you know, I'm a dark-humored guy. I like, you know, offensive memes kind of make me laugh a little. And so I backed and posted one, not realizing it, and someone caught it. Someone caught and reported me, and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Whoops. My bad. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely does seem, though, that, like, even on Facebook and Instagram, um, like, the main thing, though, is when it comes to all those is it's not even the algorithm that's, like, the main kicker. Mm. It's like, yeah, it kind of detects it, but at the end of the day, it's still struggling because it'll be, like, the people going on there and finding it. And so if you're, like, on a private Instagram account or something, you keep relatively small you can pretty much post whatever you want there so exactly yeah but i mean like even for the people that have it on like private i understand why it's so like not just anyone can like follow them because that's how you Mm because that's a good way to you know not have spam it's 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 kind of just you know you don't want to have spam coming up into your like followers because that it'd be kind of sad to say it's like hey someone's like oh you have a lot of followers it's like yeah half of them are spam you know half of them are spam accounts that you know they're just there they just you know they follow you because they're spam it's in their algorithm yeah like i know even for me on my own instagram account i find a good chunk of the time i'm just constantly getting like those private dms ms or just those mass messages from like the Bots, and I don't know if they're like bots or actual people, but they'll just add you into those massive groups, and it's like, hey, come check me out or or whatever. And oh, it's just like, yeah, yeah. I think it's I think they're actual people, but they just it's kind of they have this auto messenger. It's kind of this auto messenger they have set up so it's they can message multiple people at once, going at it. Mm-hmm, definitely, because like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense because you know. You wouldn't want to have to individually type out the same thing 30,000 times in a day. Exactly. You know, like, I feel like they're behind, you know, some, you know, keyboard or something, just typing it up and then just like, like almost like a copy and paste kind of, but having on like an auto feature where it's just constantly sending out those messages with a spam or, you know, what, what's weird is when, you know, like, I remember I used to do this before I sticked with my main account that I have on Facebook now. Um, either, you know, I had a problem where I got hacked and I was like, okay, that's being hacked. That's a different situation versus, you know, um, oh, I completely made a new account. Like, I remember I started up, a, I had an account back in grade um, six because a friend of mine moved away and my mom's like, Sure, my mom was very skeptical about me having social media back then. I can understand why. It's it's a crazy, and it can be a scary place, too, with social media, because you can see things, you can see things that, you know, you never thought you'd see anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Like, like, uh, I, you? Oh, no, sorry. Like, uh, I know for myself, when it came to Facebook, I used Facebook mainly since... I think for 2017 to 2018, I used Facebook, but then it got to a point where I just got bored of it and I deleted it. I kept the messenger app because mm. there were still a few people that I was messaging. But other than that, like my main Facebook account, mm. I haven't used that since like 2018. Oh, so it's like, yeah, it's just kind of there at this point. Point, and I'm just like, eh, yeah, mm. yeah. Yeah, it's kind of a dying platform, eh? Oh yeah, definitely. I'd say like you know you got all these new apps, you know, coming out, you know, with social media, the whole um, new apps because basically come out like even when I'm on like I have Snapchat just because you know you know it's just another platform to message me on, and it's like you see like these ads and it's like oh download Hilly to make new friends. It's like no, I don't want that app because I don't want to meet random people. I'm not, it's, it's, that's just how you'd be meeting random people. And it's like maybe one out of, you know, maybe there's a chance you'll see someone you actually know on there. Other than that, it's like random people. 
And it's like, I don't even know these people. Why why would I befriend someone I don't know? Yeah, it's like, I, I do see the appeal, kind of, if you're like a content creator on like YouTube or, or an app like that, or mm-hmm. you're like a streamer or something, and you're trying to like increase your viewer base or your audience. Oh, yeah. But for most people, that's not really a problem, because for most people, social media is originally how it was originally marketed just a way to connect with people you know because it's like what's the point with talking to some random guy off in timbuktu that i'm never gonna meet in my entire life because most people don't end up going and traveling the entire world in their lives because that's just how the world is yeah it's like so what's the point of knowing all these people off in all these faraway places if I'm never, ever, ever going to see them. Yeah, exactly. It's like, especially it's with, it's like, why would I connect with this random person when I'm, I'd rather use, you know, Facebook to connect with an old friend that I haven't seen since high school. Yeah, like stuff like that. That's like legitimately a good use of the stuff. But other than that, it's just kind of like, well, what the heck what's the what's the point of this yeah exactly it's like oh hey you know uh you see this profile and it's like i know that person we haven't talked to him forever i should message them you know see how they're doing versus you know uh like especially on facebook you know you get those um you get those um oh this person sent you a friend will cuss and it's like this picture of a chick but then you go you know you, you how you tell it's like one of those spams is basically uh, when you click on the profile picture, when you scroll through the pro, you know the profile page, it says uh, it's a picture of a she, but it says he changed he he changed he changed his profile picture an hour ago, and it's like wait, that's a picture of she, but it says he, and like I'm not being rude and saying you know oh that's you know I'm not being rude and you know someone because because someone might get offended and say oh what if he's transgender he's not it's it's a it's a spam that that's a that's one of those spam accounts, you know, they're just there to, you know, essentially, if you accept that firmware request, you're, you're letting a malware uh, spam on your friends list. Mm-hmm. And then they can just get into your account easier. And it's like, yeah, no, thank you. I, I don't I don't need that. Yeah, that's uh, that's one of the things I kind of like about a Snapchat, to be quite frank. Yeah, there is the mixed bag about how people feel with the disappearing messages and stuff. No, oh, yeah. Because on one hand, sometimes that can be kind of a good thing if you're, you're in uh, different scenarios. But on the other hand, it's kind of like, oh, I kind of want to look back. But it's also kind of hard, I think, for um, Snapchat to be hacked by having someone like yeah, they could know your location, but it's pretty simple to turn that off. So. Exactly. Like I'm like even in the settings, you just go and boop off. No, no, you don't even appear on the map. Yeah. And like, like for Snapchat with disappearing messages, what sucks is that it's like, what if you know, what if you went into the chat and then back out really quickly, but you know that one thing they sent was really important information that you need to know. Like, it's like, oh, you know, I need to know this person's, you know, email to contact them because that's the only way they get, oh, you know, you can get in the hold contact with them. And it's like, boom, boom, you get out so quickly. And it's like, wait a minute, I didn't see that. Can you send it? And then you have to tell the person, can you send it again? That's getting them to send it again. They're probably like, really, again? It's like Snapchat versus, you know, it's like, hey, why don't just make it so like in 24 hours, the chat disappears. But then you like, then there's people that, you know, it's like, oh, I can save this information copy it and then you know um unsave it and then it goes away yeah but like seeing things on like i mean especially like uh, with the whole like um covid19 and all that um seeing things like pop up like it's like oh We've got a new, like, I remember just a day or two ago, I saw um, a post saying one new case. And I was like, where the hell this case come from? And apparently some dude flew into Moncton via plane. Yeah. And I was like, motherfucker, R- really? 
we were we were doing fine until this one dude came in fly, fly flying in like I don't no offense to the you know the dude that flying in case you know just out of the you know one of the million cases he's he, you know he listens to the podcast dude like like especially the people you know I don't mean to like judge people on their like what they do I know like for example like me for example I wouldn't you know I, a lot of people would be like oh you know you should isolate but it's like hey i you know i've got a loving girlfriend you know um who who i've been together for a while now it's like i you know we when we're forcing us to spend so much time apart it kind of it, it pushes at us it, it gnaws away and it, it annoys it annoys uh the shit out of me so much because it's like hey i want to see her but you're being really judgy about being able to see people and I know they lifted the, um, they actually ended up lifting the, uh, law a little bit so you could actually see people, but you're supposed to, re- you're supposed to resign to one household where it's like, um, one family per household. And I'm like, oh, I mean, my mother and my sister go to see, um, one household and I go to see my girlfriend. I mean, that's about it. But like, then, you know, my aunt uh, scolded my mom for that. And she's like, no, 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 no. And then my, um, my grandmother, she's like, oh, you should come over. And I'm like, you're going to have dad, my dad and, you know, my stepbrother over there. And it's like, it's going to break the rule of, you know, we're going to, there's going to be six people there. It's going to break the rule and all that. And it, but then, um, like social media, you know, there's moments where it's like, oh, this social media is down or it's like something's wrong with it all that but also it's to the fact because um i know facebook um their algorithm is anything that seems violent or or mildly like even the slightest bit offensive they censor it and you have to see the you have to tap the see the post to uncensor and a lot of stuff they censor i mean they censor for a good reason but then there's some stuff that they censor and it's like why they censor this yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's one thing though that I find interesting with um, this kind of the newer gen of uh, social media. Well, new, newer gen, I say. Um, I'm just kind of referring to uh, Instagram, Snapchat, and uh, the the newest one on the block, which is actually kind of new, mm. of uh, TikTok. Oh, yeah. Those those ones, they're all kind of newer, but they've all like immediately surpassed that like wild west kind of stage where everything goes and like it's just a free-for-all i mean with snapchat it still kind of is because it's all direct messaging Mm -hmm. and you can't really and you don't really censor her direct messages of course because if you did that probably break a few privacy laws right there but Mm -hmm. you know i mean i mean tiktok though yeah i mean like with tiktok it's it (laughs) It gets so out of hand because, you know, they take down, like, I remember there was a video of a dude that was, um, he was doing some mountain climbing and he said, uh, fuck, but it's high out here, you know, cause he was high. He was fucking high up, you know, cause he saw mm-hmm. a warning sign that said dangerous, uh, danger high up. And he's like, you know, no fuck, bud. And it's high up. Oh fuck! It's higher than a pair of giraffe nuts. Yeah, dude. exactly. That video with him on the side of the mountain. Yeah, and they and they demonetized that video because he said a uh, fuck button, and you know he said a can you know he said something you know in the Canadian term, and he, they demonetized it because they thought it was not deemed worthy. But then they what they keep up is a video of like a fourteen year old girl shaking her ass. Yeah, it's kind of like the twitch thing i think because everyone knows that the twitch staff and the twitch moderators oh if they're listening this is going to be be fun but they're the biggest simps ever. oh definitely because because they have like picture they just have streams of half naked girls staring up they're not the camera just like a and then like occasionally shaking their arse or something oh exactly yeah that they leave up and we'll have them making a hefty amount of money from but then they have like a few guys that accidentally like swear or do something like that at or just the slightest thing that they don't like, and then it's boom, mm. instantly TOS. Oh, 
just banned. Oh, I know. I remember uh, there was a, a Twitch streamer that uh, he was playing Red Dead Redemption 2, and in that game, you can actually hunt down the KKK twice now. And you can either, you know, you can um, bring them a sacrifice or kill them all. And this guy, he... Um, he he wanted one group he killed, but the other group, the second group, he brought them, uh, you know, a sacrifice. And Twitch was like, "Fuck, fuck, fuck, fuck shut him down!" And they shut him down for almost a a day or two because of it. Versus, you know, um, and then this next video that popped up after you know he got he got kicked off, and it sent, it relocated me to a new video. It was this chick in her bra. And she was, um, essentially what she was doing was she was playing all, she was, she was like playing strip, she was playing a poker game on Twitch, but to her, it was strip poker. It was, you know, every time she lost, she would strip something. So that's how she got down to her, you know, she's like, for anyone that joined, I'm playing strip poker and Twitch just left it up. And I was like, she might end up showing her tits and Twitch is doing nothing to stop this. Yeah, like, when when it gets to that point, you gotta kind of wonder, it's like, how much do they actually, like, care, and how much are they picking and choosing at this point? Yeah. yeah. Like, sa- same with YouTube, now that I'm kind of thinking about it, they just have, albeit with YouTube, it's kind of worse, because they have, um, they just have a big corporation, they're big corporate overlords, essentially, just telling them, what they can and can't demonetize. Oh, yeah. So they'll have, like, all these littler channels or even some big channels just getting demonetized and getting channel striked over almost essentially nothing. And I know now if you essentially show, like, any kind of gun on YouTube, boom, instant instant demonetization no matter what you're doing with it. Oh, yeah, exactly. So it's like, well, frig... But, like, especially, like, you know, if a channel ends up talking about something serious, it, it's, it's, it gets, you know, you, that video get, you see that video get demonetized versus, you know, you know, seeing a video of them talk about a controversy or something like that. Like, yeah, and I mean, for the, oh, it was, I was just going to say, like, for, like, example, you know, you see, like, oh, two YouTubers are in an argument, fucking, it, spawns it's like a wildfire just spreads like crazy versus you know oh it's a story you know it's a video of like a story of like you know oh this um this cop got shot and it's like demonetized for anyone that even speaks a whole word of it yeah especially now though the thing that really kind of irked me for a while was um how picky they were, especially when it came to the kids stuff. Cause like, I know a little while back they had those whole things where it was like Elsa and like Spider-Man oh. or something doing a bunch of essentially softcore porn on YouTube, but YouTube just wouldn't do anything. And it stayed up in the kids category for like a really long time. Oh, definitely. Yeah, no, that was, that was terrifying. You know, you know, every third video would be that, you know, kind of like softcore porn shit and it's like why is this in the kids section what the fuck yeah it's like if you're gonna have high tier moderation and control over what videos mm. come in then do it in where the kids are, are watching don't do it where the people that are pretty much adults and should not have to care about those littler mm. things, like two YouTubers are getting in a drama or people just essentially reporting the news, you shouldn't have to worry about, like, striking down that. Yeah, I feel like what they should do, really, for YouTube and, you know, other social media platforms, they should, they should like, make, um, YouTube should make, like, two, like, I know they have YouTube and YouTube Kids, but what they should do for YouTube is videos that are over the age, you shouldn't be able to just sign in with an account and then, oh, look at that, you're good. No, you sh- what they should do for the sign-in, they should add, like, a security question where, you know, something that you have to be a certain age to know the answer to. Like, 
Yeah, like you can't I mean, just like it's something you know. It's like uh, like a five something like um something like a eight year old's not gonna know like oh uh uh you know they show a picture and say who's this famous actor and it's like a famous actor from nineties or something or like early two thousands. So the kid's like I don't know who that is. I can't answer the question. I can't get into you know this video. Guess not. And they're not gonna yeah. end up seeing that yeah. really adult like video. I mean, there's always going to be, like, ways to avoid and go around mm. content and, and, like, find the content that you're wanting, even if you are young. But, like, I, I think they need to, like, find a good balance between, like, controlling the content and knowing when to just let it be. Because I know recently they um they did um, – they made it so YouTubers can't – um essentially do like the diss videos on oh, other definitely. YouTubers, which I I personally think that was kind of a bad idea on their behalf because one of the things that was keeping YouTubers in check was the other YouTubers saying, hey, no, this is bad. Yeah. This is wrong. Get rid of that kind of Yeah, kind of it's deal, kind of like, you know, you know so YouTuber says or does something and then other YouTubers ridicule them and it's like, shit. Man, that wasn't, that wasn't nice of me. And then they, and then the YouTuber comes out and is like, man, I'm actually like, no joke. I'm really sorry I did that. And then it's like, hey, we can forgive you. You know, you said you're sorry. You're learning. You're learning from your mistakes. And that lets your channel, that's going to let your channel grow. You know, you know, it's going to let people know you're sorry for what you did. Your channel is going to grow more and, you know, your channel is going to turn out to a better channel than, you know the garbage it used to be because you know it's like hey i'm producing you know and even if you like like i know there was some youtubers that like when they talk about like markiplier for example he um i know there was an incident with markiplier where a lot of his followers um they're they're uh they're pro they're like profiles and stuff for youtube you know they were getting um banned for out of the spite of reason just you know they were like you know because i know that something happened to markiplier's original channel where he had to swap over to the channel he has now and a lot of followers when they tried to you know refollow him they couldn't because youtube's like youtube gave up this new that's when youtube's new algorithm came out and you know a lot of people couldn't refollow a lot of you know a lot of youtubers they used to follow because of the new algorithm and how it was placed yeah, like it's definitely it's definitely I think a fair bit on YouTube. But I think a lot of it does come from the fact that they have like essentially corporate overlords almost to to put it one way cuz they do just have a lot of different mm. companies with their hands in the with their fingers in the pie that all just kind of want a piece of that ad revenue. And I think that's why we're just seeing like so much crap happening there these days because they've gotten to a point where it's so much moderation where half the time people are just trying to make a new site or something and and they just can't or they can't just get what they want out half the time so it's like free yeah exactly do, right? um uh with youtube i feel like you know for like when it comes to a controversy about a YouTube star, they want to get as much videos out there as they can because that's more money in their back pockets too. Um, with doing mm-hmm. that, it's like, hey, for every third YouTuber that does, you know, every three videos about this controversy that this YouTuber did, that's $200 in our back pockets that we don't have to tell you know, we don't have to tell any co- other corporations about that can just be our little uh, special tuck away money. And the, you know, the corporates think it's okay for that. And it's like, no, that's not okay. What are you doing? What you're doing is you're explicting your, your, you know, you're getting, you're, or you're getting paid um, like tainted money for other people's problems. Yeah, it, it does definitely seem like that's just how YouTube is these days. Because I know this, this is going to make me sound really, really old. But back in the day when YouTube in like 2017, 2015, 
2016, back like before that first initial ad apocalypse, and everyone was like still getting ads and stuff mm. on their videos regularly. Like, because I know now you can almost see that the decrease in ads kind of what they then they have the double ads, which is oh, interesting yeah. to say the least. But you can almost see that back then the content was more like focused kind of instead of just like on people it was on yeah, what you were exactly doing. like for example with oh especially with the for you page like the for you page is supposed to be stuff that you're interested in too but yeah i, but I definitely what agree. it's become is like say like you just signed into youtube this is you know you're just starting fresh you know all that of course, you're you're gonna see on the for you page, um, whatever's trending, you know, whatever's whatever's mainly trending. But like, you know, once you start to search up certain videos, like, oh, I watch Jacksepticeye, Dude Perfect, all that, on the for you page, you're gonna see more and more of their videos. But then you're gonna also see like what it used to be is like, oh, I watch Jacksepticeye. Now my for you page is nothing but Jacksepticeye because that's the only thing I searched up. Versus now it's like, oh, I watched Jacksepticeye. Oh, your For You page is now uh, Colin's key and him making these ridiculous pancakes art and all that. And, you know, those, his really weird videos. Or it's like, oh, it's like those, you know what I mean? Like those clickbait videos like, oh, we're so high up. And, you know, they're merely two feet off the ground in the video. Yeah, because I think definitely like clickbait as well. That's kind of evolved where it's no longer like the flat out. Like I know back in the older kind of YouTube, it was just you put a pair of boobs oh. in the thumbnail and then put some gone sexual, gone wrong, XD, XD, whatever the hell, oh, exactly. hell you want to put there. And then it was just to get like the click. But now I think what they're kind of doing is they're going, oh, they're putting the, the uh, clickbait and then they're having like this 15 minute long video. And then at like the 13 minute mark, they're essentially doing what the mm. clickbait was, but like toned down significantly or like not to your expectations oh, at all. So it's like ah, exactly okay. like um like essentially like there's videos where it's like oh we're so high up on the skyscraper, uh and then it's like 13 minutes they're talking about like for five minutes they're talking about oh uh this is sponsored by um then the next five minutes they're like. Oh, oh, they're getting like they're all scared and they're like backing out constantly. And then, like, th- you know, it's like 13 minutes in, they're finally into the skyscraper and they're up for a solid two minutes and then they get down. And it's like, what the fuck was that? And then they talk about something completely different that's not even part of this topic. And it's like, oh, like, it, like, there's a video where they get up on a forklift and they're dropping watermelons. And the mother's like, no, don't do it. But she has a fucking smile on her face, like, like, oh my god, you're not, you're not actually giving a flying yeah. fuck, a flying fuck if your kid, you know, falls off this fucker. Like they're high enough that he's gonna break his legs from the fall, and you're not worried. And they're like, and then also it's like, oh, I wonder what's gonna happen to the watermelon when we throw it off from this height. Um, probably fucking explode. You know, it's probably going to go and burst yeah. into chunks. And then he throws it and it's like, wow, it burst into so many chunks. No, it didn't burst into chunks. It's maybe four or five big, huge chunks. Yeah, especially like the content families, oh. like you were saying, like the, on YouTube, that definitely gets to a point where it's like when they have like the younger kids, that's kind of sus because it's like, okay, you were doing rather dangerous things with these kids that are, are relatively young and then when they have like the older kids you can tell the older mm. kids half the time barely care or already have like careers in the entertainment exactly. industry pretty much set up for them so it's like you have that mix and i mean there are some good ones out there like i can think of one off the top of my head um like what's inside like that's a channel they're, where it's just little, like um yeah them Isn't it's, it's like a father stuff. and son so doing like, that, right? 
It's literally like yeah, yeah, a father yeah. and son. All they're doing is, you know, they're seeing what they're showing you what's inside uh, a product in, in case, you know, because everyone has that curation. It's like, uh, I wonder what's like inside a bowling ball. And then they cut open a bowling ball and it shows like the inside, like all the, you know, the big weight they got inside or whatever's in there and, you know, all that. And it's like, huh, that's pretty interesting. Or like, you know, you like, especially like one, one, uh, YouTube channel I respect is dude perfect. And that's because, you know, it's like, oh, they've got really cool videos where they say it's like, Hey, in this video, we're having an airsoft battle and they have a fucking airsoft battle. They don't clickbait you. Yeah, that's actually one thing that I kind of find interesting in the fact that uh, Dude Perfect, that's uh, that's a complaint that I've seen on a few of their videos that they fake their reactions. It's like, yeah, no, duh, how many, how many hundreds of these like almost identical shots have they made it, and missed at this point? They're more so probably just happy to get them done with. Sorry about that. I was trying to get a call while in the middle of a recording. Yeah. Um, uh, fun times. But fun no, times. like, for example, it's like, hey, um, uh, basically, just give me a second. I have to text someone. Mm, yeah, I will. I will <laughs> fill the void. Sorry, right, I'm, I'm back. Non copyright um, music. Uh, no, like, for example, it's like, you think about it, and because right. they're in a video, they're like, yeah. Of course, we don't get it on the first try. Sometimes it's like, yeah, no one's no one's that perfect. You know, they're never gonna miss. But like the reason they give those exam like those expressions, like sure, some of them are, you know, some of them are fake. But like, or you know, act. It's not that they're fake. It's that they're acted out almost. Really, those expressions. Yeah, so I I definitely think though that <laughs> you messaging me. <laughs> How long do you want the podcast to be? Um No, I don't. <laughs> um sorry, sister asked me how long. I don't do I need anything at the dollar store. No, I don't. Um uh, uh I'd say this podcast uh uh, how much time? How much free time do you have left? Caleb, you there? Hello, Caleb. Yep. All right. Can you hear me? Okay, you got till two o'clock. I got till like two o'clock. I mean, if you want to just go like another half an hour to make the pilot episode, just a whole hour. Just, just so it, you know, it's it's quality, you know. Yeah, I guess just to get out there, really. Um, no, just uh, really with you know the they have these emotions, but it's like it's not that they're faking them; they're acting them really. They're acting what they would be if they got it on the first try. And it's, sorry, um, yeah. it's kind of that's I mean, like, you see yeah, that and it's yeah, like, okay. okay, that's understandable. If I made that on the first try, that'd be my reaction too. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, sorry. Yeah. Well, actually, um, but like, yep. Versus, oh, no, you, you know, you oh, you know. see their reaction to something else, and it's like, I'm like, except for example, I believe in like about, uh, I don't know how many days left, but they're, they, did you hear they're actually getting um, their own documentary? Yeah, uh, congratulations to oh, uh, no, Dude Perfect, uh, in case actually. they ever That's hear this, uh, which I highly doubt, but just in case, congratulations to Dude Perfect for getting your own documentary. Um, yeah, it's talking about how they met. Um, and where, how long, how far they've come with, uh, you know, their channel and all that growing. And I'm like, congratulations on them. Yeah. yeah. Cause, uh, I, I think though for YouTube as a whole right now, it's, it's 
interesting because the dynamic is essentially make the 10 minute video and then just try Mm. to get it to the 10 minute mark is the important bit because i've noticed like a lot of videos now Mm. are all going right to the 10 minute mark and no more which is kind of neat to see in a sense of like if you have a bunch of them in Mm. a playlist all it's like oh 10 10 10 10 10 10 ah cool neat but it also gets to a point where they're like mm. kind of fluffing for content. At but times. I mean, like, so especially like, with the mm. YouTube channels I watch, like I'm not, I'm not one of those people that, Oh, I'll watch anything. Cause I'm bored. No, no, no. If I go to, if like, if I'm having like my, like eating supper or something, like having a meal and I want to watch YouTube while eating, I will put on something I'm going to enjoy. Not, you know, something like Collins key or or Earl Morgs, for example. Morgs is one of the biggest YouTube channels I despise so much with the content he puts out because it's like half of it's Bro. half of it, you know, it's probably like copyrighted from, you know, it's like, oh, he's just copying um, Mr. Beast because that was the big that was a big controversy that used to be out there and kind of kind of still is where, you know, he copies Mr. Beast and, you know, he just changes it a little bit and, you know just to seem less suspicious, you know? Yeah, it, it's definitely interesting when people end up Oh yeah, Because, like, I know I've watched, like, the Mr. Beast YouTube the, channel, the, and it's like, they're just out there vibing. And then they just have this one, like, 14-year-old exactly, kid Especially, like, with half the stuff like, he does. Already. But I mean, like... Even, like, for example, the reason why, like, I actually can say I watch and like Mr. Beast is because the stuff he does helps out people. Like, he he literally opened, he literally bought, like, 12 cars. And then everyone that came in literally was like, oh, wait, this is free? You're not going to charge me anything? And it's like, yeah, free car. As As long as... As long as you have your license to prove that you can drive, here's yeah. your free car. And actually, yeah. And actually, speaking of uh, good content and stuff, one person—I'm probably going to get a little bit of flack for this—but one person that I've re- recently started watching a bit is uh, Logan Paul because he actually started oh, making like some really good content, and it's. Yeah, and it's not just like that classic back in like 2018, 2017 when he was just essentially mm. mimicking the platform after Vine died and just doing like, what the platform was. Now he's actually making like his own yeah, stuff. Um, like for example, like, hey, this like is on actually Snapchat, good, so. you can, he's got his own little vlog series where it's like I've seen it on Snapchat, but it's also it's just based yeah. off like his YouTube videos where it's like these vlogs, you know, while he's in quarantine, he's just vlogging out his life. And like, as sure, vloggers can be annoying, but Logan Paul, you know, he's just, you know, he's got some good quality content from those vlogs, you know, where he, he Bert's just, it, it's, he's just goofing around, but it's kind of funny, you know, it's like, hey, look at that. Uh, Jake Paul covered him in green paint, and now they're doing a whole green screen thing. Like, cool! You're using something really funny. Like that is is pretty funny. It's making me laugh. Or like, for example, like uh, channels I watch, like Dead Meat and all that, um, where uh, James H. Janice does this thing called the Kill Count, and it's like where he literally all he does is like mm-hmm. yeah, his like, literally he counts the kills in horror movies and stuff yeah. like that and then he, he's like let's get the numbers he shows numbers he shows you like um like the time difference between each kill um like the, oh that left us to kill on average every 10.4 minutes uh and then he gives like this golden chainsaw to like the coolest kill or the dull and the dull mache to the lamest kill and i'm like I enjoy these very much. These are actually entertaining. Like these are pretty, pretty good. Or tell it animated, where it shows like the different um, designs of a character throughout the years, and and it's like, man, that's so cool. Like he shows like uh, the different um, live action Spider Man suits that have been on you know TV and movies. And like, like re- most recently, he's done the different lo- looks of Palpatine from Star Wars, and I'm like, that's pretty cool because you're really good at drawing, and you know, 
that's really cool that you animate all this and it's tell it animated and all that and that's really cool versus you know channels um you just see channels popping up like uh for example like i like to watch channels also like i don't like i never thought i'd be saying this but i also like watching um men in arm men in arms reforge and all they do is they literally show you um and they tell you exactly what they're using in case you know you ever do this and they literally show you exactly step by step what they do and they build swords and you know uh weapons from video games and stuff and movies and all that and it's like huh they're literally showing like if i ever had the you know the equipment they had i could probably make these myself because they're showing me step by step how to make that and i think that's really cool Mm-hmm. Yeah, same here. I've uh, I've definitely noticed there's like a lot of YouTube channels that do do like the um the trade stuff mm-hmm. like uh mainly like bladesmithing and blacksmithing and they always end up being like pretty high quality videos with pretty good like step-by-step instructions or with really good entertainment value because now on the platform I think the only two things that are actually like really getting used by the regular user would be either comedy or entertainment value, which can honestly be kind of combined into something pretty similar, which is, um, which is interesting because it's like now I know my dad, the only time he would ever use something like YouTube would be if he's like going on and trying to learn how to make something. Or if you're, like, in school or something, when the teacher pulls up a YouTube video, it's, like, about Mm. how to do, like, different stuff, like math or science. And it's just kind of interesting, the dynamic of the main chunk of it's there. But it also has all this extra stuff it can do, like learning bits and all that. So it's, like, hmm. Um, Especially, like, um, there's a channel called The Corner Crew. And what they do is a good time is a lot of their videos is them reacting to CGI or like stunts done in movies. And, you know, they at certain points, they break it down. They kind of break it down behind the scenes for you. And it's so cool to think that they're showing us how this movie was made rather than it's like, you know, you don't have to, you know, search do your history fact just watch corner crew and it's like you can see like the mystery behind like for example one mystery you know everyone asks is the cgi and the stunts behind bollywood films a lot that was i know a lot of people ask about you know how they do that in bollywood films when they couldn't do that in hollywood well they this is how they did it like for example there's a movie where it's literally about this like very short man but the actor who plays a short man is quite you know taller than you know what he portrays and they showed how they did it you know they literally it's like they took five different shots of this one scene of them walking and holding hands and it's like wait what and it's like yeah it's like one of the just the background one of the people one of the people in the background you know and then one you know one with like it's like people background uh dude walking with nothing um both of them walking together and then one walking and then the you know final one walking with him in like a dugged trench almost to lower him down on his height. Yeah. I uh, I've seen I've seen the channel you're talking about. It is pretty interesting, but I find something that they kind of are forced to do in that scenario is they kind of have to fluff it a bit because like I'm pretty sure that if they showed exactly what went went on there on a normal work day it'd be rather boring because realistically who would want to sit and watch a vfx x artist have to deal with like troubleshooting issues mm. who's in a computer crashing if they were just kind of doing it boring but i know like one of the guys there oh that i uh, who's one of my favorite guys is a uh, ren he's mm. definitely like a yeah, he's definitely probably a fan favorite, obviously. And you can kind of tell that w- when he's doing his stuff, that's not oh, like yeah. what he would regularly be doing, like in a regular work day. He's doing like most of that for the camera. And it's yeah, exactly. Neat, uh, Especially when YouTubers a, a lot there, of right? things. Like, I remember um, 
every time Sour Patch Kids sent Markiplier something, because that's what they did, they started sending Markiplier stuff. Every time they sent him something, he, he made a video of it, and it was really funny to watch him unbox all this stuff and see his initial reaction out of it, because it was pretty funny <laughs> to see all that, or, you know, see, like, Markiplier. Like, wh- what's wholesome is when you're watching a YouTuber play, like, a game, and they find something, you know, like, uh, for example, for anyone who doesn't know, in Doom Eternal, uh, since Markiplier was a huge fan of Doom growing up, what they did was um, they put in an Easter egg of Mark's father, actually. Um, that was the, on the bookshelf, the biggest book there is How to Comb Your Mustache. Mm-hmm. And it was, and the name on the, the author was, uh, Mark's father. And they literally, and, and he's like, and he explained, uh, you know, uh, his dad, you know, was very close to him growing up and all that. And, um, that, you know, he's like, oh, this is really, this means a lot to me. And I was like, that's sweet. That you know, Bethesda and all that, like, especially Bethesda too, out of, uh, being a company and all that, like, especially them doing that, but like seeing content like that, you know, cause he says, he says in the t- thumbnail, uh, something about, you know, his father being in the game and, and that's true. Like, you know, that's not clickbait, but like seeing videos like that and it's like, Hmm. Or like seeing videos, like, like, I know there's sad videos on there. It's like, Cause who? Cause everyone admits it. Everyone's got to admit it. You cry when you watch videos of soldiers coming home. Cause you you, you try not to, but you know there, you want you get to the point where if you watch enough, you start to tear up because it's really sweet and on and it's sweet and beautiful. Versus you know seeing a video of like, oh you know what was what really what really pissed me off one day is I was watching like I was watching um. Uh, dry bar, com- uh, dry bar comedy, um, for a laugh, and the next video I see coming up is a morgue's video about him spying on his girlfriend, and I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, like uh, I think as well though something that's kind of interesting is um th- this this is, get- is getting kind of a little off to- mm. topic, but uh iDubs, iDubs TV. He, um, how essentially everyone went and called him a simp because his girlfriend went and got an OnlyFans and he had to do, like, he went and released a video about, like, how he's fine with, like, sex workers and stuff. But the thing is there, I, I think the, the, the simp, mm. people kind of forgot what simp originally meant. Simp, because uh, simp originally meant if you're being essentially simping to a girl, you're uh, essentially treating her like a queen and you're not even dating her or anything and you're just being like relentlessly super nice to her. Well, I mean... And you're not dating or getting for, anything. For like, um, for like, uh, for what I, I thought was, you know, yeah. simp... Like, is that what it really originally meant? Like, oh, you're just being nice. Like, it was something... It was Being called it originally was a good thing rather than a bad thing. <laughs> At this... Yeah, I mean, like I feel like if you think about really, it, it's like, but, oh, yeah, fair, you fair know, enough. oh, I'm being nice to her, you know, to get like you're getting like nowadays it's oh when someone calls you simp it's because you know you're being nice to a girl just so you can like get like sex or something out of it. Yeah. Yeah, but who knows with nowadays, eh? What were you saying about IDubs? Half the time, people barely make any sense. Mm. Yeah, so people were calling him a simp because his girlfriend had the OnlyFans, but sheer irony is he is is dating her. That is the exact opposite of a simp. So it's like, dang, I think you kind of lost the mark there a little bit. Especially, hey, his girlfriend's got an OnlyFans, and he's being supportive. Look at that. Yeah, it is. It is weird though to see like all these um all these content creators because like I know with Logan Paul, his friend Mike was dating yeah. Lana Rhodes, the number one adult film star. Or with that, there was that interesting dynamic of like 
a bunch of people like insulting and ragging on him. But it's kind of like at the end of the day, mm, exactly. It's like that's their really kind of personal life that we don't need to be a part of, essentially. Exactly. Yeah, it's like in the end of the day, um, who cares? Oh, what were you gonna say? Oh, uh, well, uh, no, it's just with YouTube now, and you think about it, like. Uh, TikTok and all that, and Instagram, and the whole morals of like how far we've come with social media. Essentially, like um, another thing is, you know, it's like, hey, uh, what what I think what I think sucks is, you know, um, how different we see uh, two people. It's like someone someone famous versus someone not famous, and it's like. Um, for example, it's like, oh, this uh, celebrity's an asshole because he won't message uh, me back after I said hi. No, he's probably busy with his personal life and, you know, he can't get and he probably you're not the only one that probably messages him. That's a fan. Uh, like you probably like, pro- for example, it's like, hey, um, like, for example, Ryan Reynolds, you know, imagine, you know, being that celebrity and, you know. Imagine being Ryan Reynolds and, you know, every other third message you look on your phone is a fan messaging you somehow saying hi. And, you know, you want to respond because you want to be nice. But at the same time, you know, you're busy. You have your own personal life to live. And people got to respect that, even though you're, you know, even if you're famous, people still got to respect you have a personal life. You still have your own life to live outside being an actor, comedian, a YouTube star, all that. And that's what sucks, because a lot of people don't respect that. They think, you know, oh, they didn't message me, they're an asshole. No, they just, they're busy with their personal life, living in peace right now. They're probably having, like, like for example, it's like, oh, when you message someone and they don't respond, they're probably having, they might be having supper with their family, enjoying time. Especially now with the pand- pandemic, and it's like, so if they don't message you, they're yeah. probably enjoying time with our family like you should be but instead you're huddled away um you know trying to get their attention saying it's like you think you think you're you think you're more important than like a, a you know famous person's like if face person has like a wife and kids it's like you think like you messaging them and spamming them you're making it seem like you're more important than them to him Yeah, actually, though, one thing I am kind of interested to see coming up is how this whole quarantine is going to affect pop culture in, like, the long run and the fact of, like, movies. Because movies, they take a really long time to make. Like, they take a few years to make. And I'm pretty sure that when you're making a movie set, you can't exactly avoid being six feet... Oh, away definitely. from each other and only have an X amount of people in a certain space. So it's like, I, I'm wondering because mm. this pandemic's been going on for about two, I know, me three too. months now. I don't know. Well, I've lost count at this point. <laughs> yeah. And so it's like, I'm wondering how that's going to affect things because if if it affects them enough, it might get to the point where we're not going to be seeing any new big movies coming out for yeah quite quite a while at this point. Like I know in the future at this point, there's probably going to be a big lull in any big box office release yeah. movies, but um, who knows? Down to our, in a few seconds, we'll be down to our last minute, and I I think we're just gonna for our last minute, we're just gonna have our closing. Um, thank you for listening to the podcast. Uh, and uh, thank you, Caleb, for joining me for this episode. Um, today, as you know, uh, social media is kind of, uh, you know, far away. Uh, uh, stick in for uh, stick tune. Stay tuned for uh, next Saturday uh, when episode, you know, uh, next episode comes out. I don't know what we we'll talk about, and I don't know who my guest speaker will be for then. Maybe Caleb again. Maybe someone else. 
we'll have to wait. We'll we'll have to wait and see. Uh, you know what happens and all that. Uh, for any listeners, you know that listen to this when it comes right away, because I'll probably be, uh, you know, sending it to a few people, being like, "Hey, I made my first episode, Caleb." You know. Um. But yeah, no, just especially that. You know, if any listeners are listening to this and you want to be a part of the podcast, talk to you know, be on here and talk with me about it. Uh, just let me know. All right. Bye.